ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The widow of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny has called on supporters to stand beside her as she continues the work of her husband. In a nine-minute video posted on YouTube, Yulia Navalny accused Vladimir Putin directly of murdering her husband, who died suddenly in an Arctic prison. Ms Navalny asked viewers to share her rage, anger and hatred of those who have dared to kill our future. There are fears too for other political prisoners, including opposition politician Vladimir Karamurza, a Putin critic who was jailed in 2022 after returning to Moscow. Evgenia Karamurza is a human rights activist and is the wife of Vladimir Karamurza. Evgenia, welcome to Radio National. Good morning. Thank you very much for the invitation. Your husband, Vladimir, is also a Russian opposition figure and he is serving a 25-year sentence in a penal colony in Siberia. How, how worried are you about him? Well, I uh, have been worried about the life of my husband for many years now uh, because before Vladimir was imprisoned, he was targeted for assassination twice in 2015 and 2017, both times for poisoning, and both times he was given a 5% chance to survive. So I uh, I was there when he was in a coma with a multiple organ failure twice in two years. And I know that this is a murderous regime that has been using political assassination uh, to eliminate uh, opposition uh, figures for years. Uh, Boris Nemtsov was assassinated in 2015 on the Bolshomorskvaretsky Bridge in front of the Kremlin. Alexei Navalny was poisoned and now murdered. And I completely support Yulia in her assessment of the situation. This is indeed a murder. And the person responsible for this is Vladimir Putin, who created a system in the country, all cogs and parts of which are used to create a gulag in the country uh, that uses uh, poisonings, assassinations and repression against any dissenting voice in the country, because Vladimir Putin is truly afraid of the alternative, of um, the democratic alternative to him. And he is doing everything he can to completely eradicate and eliminate all kind of opposition to him. What was your reaction when the news came through about the death of Alexei Navalny? Well, I was horrified, but unfortunately not surprised. You know, and that is the the most horrific thing that I can uh, think of saying, because yes, I was not surprised. I was not surprised when my husband was poisoned for the second time. Again, horrified, but not surprised, because that is the nature of the regime, the regime that we um, see committing war crimes in Ukraine. For two years, the war is ongoing. People are dying in tens of thousands. And many of them, uh, after having been tortured in the most horrific ways, the the Russian uh, Federation now counts hundreds and hundreds of political prisoners, around 700 political prisoners, according to Memorial, the human rights organization that counts them. And they themselves say that this is a very conservative number. And the real numbers is twice or three times as high because they just don't simply have enough hands to go through all the cases. So this is uh, a regime that uh, is leading aggression outside 
and using repression against its own population. So political assassination uh, has stopped being surprising for us. The widow of Alexei Navalny, uh, Yulia, has kept out of opposition politics, but she now says that she has no choice but to take over her husband's work. Do you think that she will be accepted by her husband's supporters and, and other opposition groups as she steps up? Well, first of all, I want to say that I stand with Yulia and my heart goes out to her and uh, to hers and Alexei's children because I... I can imagine what it is. Um, and I, I know how painful it is for her. And when I watched this video that she made, where she, you know, that there's this strength and resilience emanating from her. And I look at her and I understand that this is a person who is living through hell right now, who is going through hell right now. And her being able to talk like that and to be that forceful, is amazing in itself and very impressive. Um, and I, you know, it's the, the, the faces of opposition uh, in Russia on these uh, pro-democracy, anti-war forces are becoming increasingly feminine. You know, let's uh, um, look at Belarus uh, with Svetlana Tihanovska. Mm. Now in Russia, uh, there's uh, there are my colleagues at the Free Russia Foundation, the civil society organization I work with. That uh, civil society organization was founded by a woman who was forced out of Russia and uh, has now created this amazing network of civil society groups around the world. Um, I am myself, well, I was never a politician and I never ha- had or I don't actually have still any political ambitions. But when my husband was imprisoned, I realized that it was my duty as his wife and partner to stand up and continue his work, speaking on behalf of political prisoners, calling for Magnitsky sanctions against human rights violators, calling uh, for the um, calling on the international community to declare Vladimir Putin as a usurper, as a, legi- a legitimate uh, president of the Russian Federation. And I also understand that I have a duty as a Russian citizen. The Russian state has been leading a war of aggression against Ukraine for two years now. And as a Russian citizen, I had to stand up and do something about it. I could not just simply stay quiet. And I know that my input might be very little, I and I'm no use with arms on, on the battlefield, but I can fight with my words. I can denounce the crimes committed by the regime, I can expose its crimes, and I can make sure that the voices of those political prisoners that the regime is trying to silence are still heard in the world and their stories are known. Yulia Navalny has met with EU officials who have promised to hold Russian authorities to account for his death. Do you believe that they will do that? Uh, well, I certainly hope uh, they do this. And uh, the first thing to do is to impose Magnitsky sanctions against all those involved in the killing of Alexei Navalny. And the Magnitsky legislation is an incredibly revolutionary tool because it holds to account specific human rights violators, sending a message that when a crime is committed, when the evil is done, it is done by specific people. 
It is not done by the population in its entirety. It is not. It, it is done by specific people, and the specific people will be brought to accountability. And I believe that is the first step to introduce Magnitsky sanctions against everyone who is responsible for Alexei's death. Do you fear for your own safety and, and the safety of your family as well, Evgenia? I believe that our kids are in safety, and uh, Vladimir and I have always made sure um, that um, you know that the kids were safe. Um, Vladimir, many years ago, even before poisonings, uh, there were other kinds of persecution against him, and uh, we realized that in order for Vladimir to continue his work as he saw fit, the kids needed to be in safety. Um, as for myself. I am part of that fight. I have to stand um, strong and to stay strong. And I have to continue this work because this regime has got to stop. It, you know, it has to end its existence. It's, it's for as long as Vladimir Putin is sitting in the Kremlin, for as long as this regime is continued to survive, warmongering will continue and repression will continue. And that um, aggression will spread around. And we already see it spreading over the past couple of years and because dictators work together and, you know, they exchange ideas and uh, use each other's practices. They share experience. And we see how the aggression launched by Vladimir Putin is picked up by other dictators and they do their own horrific crimes. So Vladimir Putin has to be stopped and he has to be brought to accountability for his actions as uh, have to be brought to accountability those who are responsible for committing war crimes in Ukraine as those who are responsible for committing war crimes against the Russian population, well, not war crimes, but crimes against the Russian population, uh, horrific human rights violations that are happening on a daily basis in Russia. And I uh, have to do everything I can to bring closer that day when the regime collapses. Evgenia Kara Mirza, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. That's Evgenia Kara Mirza there, human rights activist, and, of course, the wife of jailed Russian opposition figure Vladimir Karamaza. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.